0: I wanted to talk about it on here, cause I have one right in front of me. And we're also gonna be dropping a 10 millimeter mini double diffused and clear and colored and micros and clear and colored. And I'm trying to have some honey jars there. Fuck, that reminds me. And this is perfect. Cause only those that have made it this far will probably hear about this. I don't have it on the table, but today's Sunday that this drops and I'm gonna give away a honey jar recycler. What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode 55 of the podcast. Awesome. 55. That's fucking incredible. Uh, Really appreciate all you folks that have been supporting us over the last year or so and watching these episodes. And man, last week, all the feedback and the comments and everything, I really appreciate you guys. You do not know how much I needed that. Um, it, it It was a really really awesome little gift for all you folks just reaching out and giving your positive feedback and just telling me like when you watch the podcast how you watch it on your way to work or like you have a long commute to this place I just it made me feel so good because I can relate so much because I'm one of those people that watch podcasts on my commutes or when I'm working all day and it's like kind of how I connect and like get that little dose of human conversation that I don't normally get especially during a time where people have to be socially distanced and stuff so I really, really appreciated that. It was, it was awesome. It made me feel really, really good. It gave me a lot of uh, motivation and just it helped me recognize, like, hey, just keep doing your thing. There's a handful of people out there that really do enjoy what you're doing and believe what you're doing. So I just wanted, to, before we start the episode full, I just kind of wanted to thank you, all you guys, that. Uh, reached out and let me know like leaving comments liking subscribing going to the apple podcast app giving us a rating leaving a comment all those things are like huge it's it helps us helps get those ratings up and it just uh, helps us find new people to connect with and see if we can find common ground and you know have new listeners and stuff like that so we really do appreciate it don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com it's going to be the best way to keep up on drops giveaways and everything we're doing with Bearmount studios we have a new mood map. On there really love this one this cream colored with that the bare face on there it's uh, the one I'm using today we have up those on, up on the website and um, yeah don't forget to uh, sign up for that newsletter though it really is the best way to keep up with everything my wife is really on top of like sending out really nice newsletters she makes with all the updates of everything that's going on and stuff um, so appreciate you folks if you would sign up for that um, on today's episode, well, right now I'm smoking some mandarin cookies. Super nice strain. Really enjoying it. We have a handful of pieces on the table. We only have one strain of hash on the table today, <coughs> but I've been saving it. Sorry, I just coughed in the mic, folks. I'm really trying to be better about where I'm aiming the cough. Um, we only have one strain of hash on the table today. It's banana pie, I think. Yeah, banana pie 14. This is from... 710 labs so we're gonna smoke on that today talk about the turp. um the pieces we have on the table are mostly 10 mils today uh these are all awesome customers of mine i got definitely bakes 10 mil um loki lipstick ghost uh micro rbr he actually has that here because we're uh he had a piece get stolen that we shipped to him and we're remaking it and we're gonna make it to like match this kind of colorway. and then um, i have this clear 10 millimeter double diffuse with the seriously lip wrap and um Gosh, I'm I'm gonna break the kid's heart because I can't remember his Instagram right now, but just leave a comment down below, bro. I'm gonna shred this 10 mil seriously lip wrap. Appreciate ya. And then right here we have, I think it's PJ5Johnny or something like that. Sorry, I don't know everyone's Instagram tags perfectly. It's really a lack of organization on my part, but what can you do? I got people's pieces on the table today and we're smoking them. This one right here is Blue Dream and Citrine Fade. She's all UV and stuff. So she glows. She's all faded out. Cool piece. We're going to be sessioning all these today, and then we have Big Green right here. This is my piece, and uh, we'll pull that out. We've shown that one probably in two other episodes at least, It's but um, I've been smoking it the last couple days because I cleaned it, and uh, you know when you clean a piece, you're like, oh, i got to get it dirty again. So that's where we're at on that piece, and uh, let's get into today's episode. Now that we do all the beginning open stuff. Um And, like, while we're smoking this joint, before I get too stoned on dabs, um, I had some people reach out with, like, questions and um, just wanted me to, like, touch on certain subjects. And uh, this subject right here, I've talked about probably two, maybe three times, four in the past. But I can touch on it again um, because we do have new listeners or new followers on the Instagram and everything that maybe haven't seen each episode, which I don't blame you. That's a lot of episodes. So we'll be a little bit redundant here, but... I had someone reach out and, uh, on Twitch the other night and ask me um, how I feel about people making RBRs or pieces that look just like an RBR. And I feel a lot of ways. In my brain, the way like my head thinks, I'm like, fuck, that's part of any industry. If you make... A product and you build a demand around it and you're not meeting the demand someone's going to step in and create a similar or the same exact product if they kind of just maybe not exact but very similar product and try to meet some of that demand and collect some of the money or the capital that's involved with all the demand in that product it's just natural how can you mad at that don't get mad at the you know hate the game not the player right you know these people are just playing the normal capitalism game um, but of course in my heart when I see things like that, like there's, it's circumstantial. Some, most of the time I, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I'll leave a comment. I'll like it. Like that looks dope. Or I'll, if people are being nasty, I'll defend. I'll be like, uh, oh, they changed this and this that's different. Like, you know, like don't rag on them for like making something similar. Like this is a, a super simple design. So you're going to see stuff that looks similar. I mean, it's just inherently going to happen. So most of the time I don't really get upset. I'm just like, Oh, Cool. But then there's other times where, like, people are building their whole, like, uh, identity or their career around this specific design. And also, like, being weird or nasty towards me, even though I don't, like, know them or talk to them and it may be because there's a lot of people out there that respect and love Bear mountain studios so maybe they're leaving comments on people's pages saying hey this is like looks like a rip off or a knockoff. i never engage i never am on there hating on people or being nasty or sending anyone nasty dms i've dm'd one person ever about rbr stuff and the dm was not mean i was literally like because this is someone that like came up to me shook my hand met my wife met my nine-month-old baby. And looked me in the eyes and just told me they were gonna do it. And I was like, okay, is what it is. Um, But I've only ever DM'd one person, and I didn't even tell them to stop making them. I was just like, basically told them that, like, I'm not mad at you, I'm not trying to start drama or anything, and I'm not gonna post anything nasty, this is not my intent. It's like, I'm just bummed out. It's like a small industry, and I feel like a little taken advantage of. So that was like the only thing I ever did, and I regret ever doing it. Cause I feel like I showed my hand, but you learn your lessons. But yeah, I wasn't nasty to this person. I was just like, man, dude, you like met my whole family and you're being like, being so weird about this. But, um, 99.9% of the time, I don't care if people, uh, remake it because it's a simple design. Um, it's essentially a doer bubbler with a drain on it. Um, there's a million ways to make this design, but make it your own. So I love when I see people do RBR, uh, Mechanics, um, but incorporated into maybe their shape, I think that's super cool. Like, I love that. Like, I... I, 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 I and even the people that make stuff that look exactly like it for the most part, as long as they're not being hateful towards me and they just play on their side of the playground don't fuck with me, I don't really care. But when people are, like, making my shit and trying to engage with me in a way that, like, they want to get a rise out of me or they want me to post something to give them some sort of internet clout... I don't like that, but I'll never post about anyone. <clears throat> I'll just confront people when I see them. Honestly, at this point, most people would be confused because I'm so anti-confrontational. I'm not nasty to people. I don't engage, even if they say shitty things on the internet. I'm just like, I don't. I'll see it, but I just try to move on with my day. Smoke a bowl, play with my play with my kiddo for a little bit, and just figure out what's actually important, not silly, you know, people being mad or angry. I'm like, whatever, you know, but. Obviously, I wanted to talk about this a little bit in the beginning because before I get too stoned on taking dabs, it's going to be hard for me to maybe express myself in a way that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. And who knows if that even made sense, really. But, yeah, most most people are cool about it. And most people, like, they'll, even if they make an exact, like, RBR, they made it because they wanted to try the design out. They wanted to figure out the mechanics. They wanted to see if they could make it. Maybe it was a milestone for them. Like, hey, if I make this... If Evan can make it and I can make it, then I can get there. You know what I mean? Like, there's a million ways to justify it, so that's why it's hard for me to ever get frustrated with someone because I'm like, I'm like, you don't know anyone's intent, but there's some people out there that make their intent clear and then do weird things with you and engage with you in a negative way, and then you're like, okay, I understand this. what this person's doing. This is a bad person, and they're, and they're trying to force me into their game, which I refuse to play. Um, but, yeah, that's my two cents on people making RBRs and how I feel about it. For the most part, it doesn't bother me um, unless it's a situation where someone's trying to get more out of me. I'm like, fuck, dude, you're already making a fucking career off my design. Isn't that enough? You don't, you know, you want me to do more? You want to drag me in and create arguments with me about stuff when I'm not even talking to you or I don't say anything bad about anyone? I fucking make an hour podcast every week where I could talk shit about people, and I don't. I never will. So, that's that subject covered. Man, this is a good weed. This mandarin cookies, it's so creamy and orangey and smooth. The variety of flour we can get nowadays is just is just incredible. And I hope that doesn't change in the future. I hope it's like, one thing I worry about like corporate or like big business marijuana is the, the diversity in genetics and terpenes being lost because they're like, oh, we're just going to, a mass production of this this and this and these are the core flavors and then maybe you lose genetic lineages to just like that overproduction and stuff like that because right now we have all this boutique cannabis it's all these like small grows or people that really put a lot of time into the pheno hunting or the genetics and you know the breeding projects and all these things and i wonder if in the future maybe you'll just get better though maybe the The capital behind the big companies will make the weed better. I don't know, though, because I don't think money makes weed better. I think a really skilled grower with a lot of capital can grow incredible weed. But I think a really skilled grower with limited resources can grow incredible. I've seen people with just soil and water grow some of the best weed in the world. You know what I mean? It didn't take a bunch of crazy nutrients or crazy lights or anything like that. You know, It's just... They knew what their plant needed. They saw it every day. They looked at it every day. They touched the leaves every day. They could tell what the plant needed. They knew if it was thirsty. They knew if it needed a certain nutrient just based on what it was telling them. Plants tell you shit based on their color, how their leaves feel. I swear to God, if you feel a leaf of a cannabis plant, you can tell, like, ooh, pH, little hot, ooh, she's overwatered, oh, underwatered just the right amount of watering. You know what I mean? You can tell all these things just by, you know, touching a leaf. If if you've grown enough, I guess, if you've fucked up enough, you can only know all those things if you've fucked up a lot of plants because you felt the leaf when it was too dry, you felt the leaf when it was too watered, and then you felt it when it was perfect, and then you get a range, and you can kind of figure out, okay, now I know what a plant's supposed to feel like when it's at its best, and you can start, you know, monitoring its uh, environment and what it's getting. But that little rant there is just, I wonder if we're going to lose all these incredible terpenes and genetics if big, canna- big big business takes over cannabis. But I try not to worry too much because I've told people in other episodes, It's like, even if a big corporation took over the, the whole cannabis business, you're still going to have these, like, craft cannabis growers. It's like you have craft brewers and small breweries and stuff like that. You're still going to have the people that do this, like, high-end craft-style cannabis because... There's going to be a market for it because there's people like me that want it, you know. And then the big business cannabis, they're going to offer this awesome little plant to the people that maybe it's more of just a weekend thing for them. Maybe it's just like when they stop at Walmart, they grab like a case of like some affordable beer and then they grab like their little bit of like corporate weed. And then they go home and they have a fun weekend and what, you know what I mean? Maybe it's just like for those casual smokers, they'll be good for I don't know. It's interesting to see where things are going to go because when I started blowing glass, cannabis wasn't legal yet. And then when my daughter was born a few years after I started blowing glass, like shit was legal. She was born in a place where it was already legal. So crazy to see how quickly things change. Like, I mean, I could just even, you know, when I was a teenager, I mean, I'm 31 now, but fucking when I was like 18, that was like when I started smoking weed. That wasn't that long ago. 12, 13 years ago, sitting in a fucking Wegmans parking lot waiting for a guy that was supposed to sell me some weed and he's oh I'm almost there and he's been almost there for an hour and a half. You know what I mean? Like that's I, and I just remember being so stressed and like everyone in the parking lot knows I'm buying drugs. They're like this kid's been in his fucking cut list sitting there for an hour and a half. He's getting drugs today. He's not buying a sub at Wegmans. They had great sub so fucking miss Wegmans. <clears throat> but Wegmans is a grocery store for anyone that doesn't know it's like an East Coast thing, I think only upstate New York heavily But yeah, hopefully, um, like we all say with all this legalization, hopefully all nonviolent and just like cannabis offenders or people that are scared of getting in trouble or having their whole life ruined because they enjoy this little plant, hopefully uh, a lot of that gets figured out with all this legalization and regulation. What do you guys think? You think weed's going to be legalized or you think they're going to crack back down and make this shit like, harder to obtain? I think the fucking genie's out of the box. I think it's already been open and it's, it's unstoppable. They might as well just jump on the wave now and become rich and just let us all smoke weed. You know, I think that's the path of least resistance is almost always the path these politicians are going to take. Least resistance on their part, that is. They don't bite if we work hard. They don't mind at all. Work yourselves to death. Oh my god. OK, let's take some dabs. It's getting weird already. See, you start smoking, start really thinking that's where I just go it gets a little dark sometimes okay let's take a dab on this guy um, and try out some of this banana pie I've been saving I got a couple grams of this I was pretty stoked I haven't had 710 labs in a while I love how their boxes are too and guys I promise after I get home from this family vacation we're getting this third camera set up and we're gonna have it set up so we can show off the hash show off the consistency I'll, you know, I'll stir it, fuck with it. That way you guys can really see the differences in what we're talking about because I know some people that watch this, like we go to this same dispensary and it's like whatever and maybe I'm being like redundant and this is all common sense. But there are some people that watch this that like live in a place where they don't have access to anything like this. They maybe have never seen anything like this. Maybe they've never even smoked concentrates, but they're interested or they're just interested in the glass and how it all works. But either way, I want to be able to show off this uh, beautiful hash and stuff. That's all, you know, I'm a medical marijuana patient in Colorado, so this is all medical legal. Oh, this is fun! I have not had any other new packaging. Like it says, OGs make better OG. <laughs> this is true. The more OG, the better. We got this cool little packaging in here. What's this? Stormy. Oh, in the fridge. Okay. This is cool. See, I love I love when people put time into packaging and thought. It's just um. It's all those little things that get me super hooked on companies that I support like whenever me and my wife get something in the mail from maybe one of our favorite creators or someone that maybe makes a specialty product and we get like a little handwritten note or you get like a little sticker pack and stuff like that like I just love that shit it just makes me even more like attracted to that brand I'm like oh this person gives a fuck like and even though sometimes we get stuff and it gets fucked up like some of the stuff we order things happen it's just life some of them are handmade products like we shit happens with me sometimes but Always take care of people, and that's the important part. Um, so that's what I just love about, like, quality packaging and stuff. It just makes you even want to smoke the hash more. Actually, you know what it is? It makes you really want to smoke the hash, but it makes you not want to smoke it too quick, so you're very, like, you're, like, respectful of the jar. I would say the more time the company puts into, like, their, as long as their product's good, because you can't package a turd and make it good, you know what I mean? Like, if it's bullshit, you know, hash, like, it's great packaging means nothing. It almost just is more disrespectful should have just put it in a brown bag and said see you try it out hope it's good instead of making it look pretty but seven ten laps kills it so like they don't even need to put it in a box they could just sell it like this and like we'd all buy it still but the fact that they take the time to put it in the box like this and like the presentation and everything it makes you respect the hash even more like when you're taking your dabs you're very careful you're like don't want to smoke through it too quick or at least that's my uh perspective because i don't have like piles of this stuff like you know it's 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 precious so um gotta respect it and i love that packaging it really helps just like reiterate that like hey appreciate this this is all special this isn't just some random fly by night hash just take fat dabs of it at high temps it's like appreciate it and enjoy it so we're gonna get into this banana pie this is really fresh so it's probably gonna be all crystally still oh i love this this is so cool and i fuck guys i promise we'll get the third camera set up soon because it sucks that i can't show you guys as good as i want to so it has the regular top once i unscrew this top then there's actually another top in here and i love this this is so cool this is another little top that's like airtight it's got like a little little gasket around it so when it's put onto that nice little like glass ceramic jar like it just seals up especially with the pressure of that top going on on there so that's so nice it has their label also 710 labs and everything so there's two tops and it comes in a box i mean don't have to do all that, but it shows how much respect they have for their product, you know? That's where we're trying to get to. We've been trying to get boxes for fucking years. And we have, like, a bunch of different options, but none of them are, like, consistent enough to, like, get this. We're, we're working on it, but there's there's things like this where I'm trying to get to, you know? I'm only at, like, this April, like, at the end of April will be my eighth year on the torch. Eighth year with Bearmount, like, starting my company with Bearmount Studios, like, just doing all this stuff. It's year eight. And I'm like, oh fuck! Like now, I like it's time to keep refining even more. Like this is just the beginning. Like I feel like this is where maybe my mentality might be a little different than some people in my like my other colleagues in the industry grinding is that like some people don't understand how I'm making the same design over and over in different variations and still have passion and love for what I'm doing. And it's like, dude, it's because nothing's done yet. Like I don't, like everything's unfinished. Like. When I, in my head, what the finished product of this, it might take me to year 12 to get there, but this is going to be something really special. And I hope that I can offer products in all price ranges and accommodate new collectors with the same amount of authenticity, quality, and respect. You know what I mean? It's just, I want to get there. And I'm working super, super hard. I'm putting crazy hours in, investing every bit of money, just trying to like, make everything better, you know, but it's a, it's a, it's, it's a patience thing too. Cause I'm going to do all these things, but it's still going to take patience. It's going to take time. I'm learning so much every day about glass in my eyes. I'm still just a beginner glass blower, I'm a little guy. I'm just learning. We need a torch. That would make sense. One second. All right, and shout out to uh, ResinWorks for sending me this awesome custom dabber. I fucking love it. I love the big scoop. I love how flexible it is. It's like really nice for like cleaning out the bottom of those like buttery rosin jars. He also sent me this really cool like roach clip. It's really fucking dope and I like they like stand on their own, which is like really cool. And I'm assuming he's doing these on a lathe because they're beautifully carved, super smooth. Yeah, I can see it. It's done on a lathe. That's awesome. That's cool. So, check out Resin Works. Um, might be able to have him on the podcast here in the future. Um, we'll see here. I was talking to him about coming on, but I'm going out of town. Like while he's going out of town, so it's just like timing doesn't really work out. But there's like lots of people. I'm hoping this summer, once more people are like vaccinated and able to like move around and get out there and feel a little bit more comfortable. I hope that we can. Uh, Facilitate more guests that aren't just my homies. Like, I hope like new people, because like I want to have people on here I don't know that I just want to like talk to and just like, get to know them on here. So you guys can see like a mega authentic first time just like meeting someone, interview and like, because meeting someone the first time, they're going to pull questions out of me I would never have thought of. You know what I mean? Because they're going to ask things I'm like, oh, well, let me answer that. And then you guys will learn even more about me just inherently through that as well as a new guest. But one thing I was thinking about the other day now that we've done fifty five episodes anyone that's watched this podcast since episode one knows more about me than probably I mean I mean you guys are borderline my wife like you guys know a lot about me. It's fucking crazy um I've like talked a lot on here and <laughs> really I think if you've watched from the beginning you got a good outline of basically who I am you probably. It's almost like you actually know me. Like if we bumped into each other on the street, you would know so much about me. How much you know how I talk? You know how I say certain words funny, and I wouldn't even know who you were. I wouldn't know your face or how you talk or anything about you. I would just see you and be like, "Who? What's going on?" And you would know. Like you would know so much. You'd be like, "How's Bear? How's his? You know, like I'm, like in that wild." That just blows my mind. Think about it. I don't know, dude. It's wild because I did that once at a trade show. I like there was a guy that um, I followed for years that was a big YouTuber, um, Token Daily, Paul Token. And uh, he was one of the big guys that like when I lived in upstate New York, he was in Denver and he was working at some of the bigger dispensaries up there. And he was showing off all the hash back in 2011 like, and 12, like pretty early on for like the hydrocarbon extracts and like all the different stuff, or like, BHO, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, I used to watch his channel religiously and I was actually at my first trade show in 2013 with my company, bear mountain studios and uh, the day before I had seen, he posted that one of his cats had passed away and I like, I have cats myself. So like, I was like, Oh, I was like super bummed for him. I saw his post. He was really upset. And I saw him walking around the trade show and I stopped him and I, was, and I gave him a hug. He didn't even know who I was. I'm like, Hey dude, I'm really sorry to hear about your cat. And he like, he, like, genuinely super appreciated, but he was also, like, man, this is so wild. Like, I don't know who you are. You just, like, gave me a hug and said, sorry about your cat. And, like, we started talking, and then he got to know me and everything. It was, like, cool, but that's kind of the same concept I'm talking to you guys about is, like, he was sharing his life and his experiences on the Internet. And when you're sharing this stuff, sometimes you're not really thinking about who's watching or who's out there, like, listening, like, like, I feel like sometimes, like, is anyone watching the podcast, and then, like, fucking last week, you guys came out hard, and just, like, let me know, and I really, that was really appreciative, and it's, it's just a weird thing, you know, this is a, the the future of, like, communication, broadcasting, and connecting with each other is, is so foggy, I'm not really sure where it's going to go, like, it was so controlled when we grew up, or, like, even when our parents grew up, like, nowadays, it's so open, like everyone can broadcast. So, like, we, who knows? Who knows what's the voice of the future, who's gonna be the person that in 15, 20 years is, I mean, look at Joe Rogan, like, that dude is like, he could say something and make a huge wave. He can like control the way he's like a gatekeeper now, he's so big from it, it's wild. That shit scares me, I would never want that, ever. Honestly, when I hit 100K followers, I thought I thought I was gonna be really excited. I actually got severe anxiety and didn't post on Instagram for two weeks because I was so stressed out. Because I was like, this is weird and it's not like there's a hundred thousand people looking at this shit. Honestly, if you look at the statistics I hit out of if I'm doing a giveaway I'm hitting more than the amount of accounts that follow me, but on average, like I'm maybe hitting sixty seven K to seventy K accounts on average. Like it's only like two thirds if that. You know, it's so there's not like it's 100K people watching me. But, like, it was the idea of the number. It was the idea of that, like, when I see someone, when I'm just, when I remember back when I just started my Instagram, or even, like, when I saw Elbow Glass or, like, Yushin and all these dudes hitting 100K, then hitting 200K. And I was like, that's fucking crazy, bro. I couldn't imagine, like, having that many people, like, looking at what you're doing or following your story. And, like, I've worked towards that. And it was just like one of my little goals and it's a social media thing so it's silly and it's stupid and some people are like this is stupid dude. why do you even care and i agree with you part of me thinks that and then another part of me is like this is the only way i can remind myself when i'm feeling really stressed or i feel like really doubtful that i'm doing things right or i feel like a failure this is how i can remind myself that there's people out there that want to support and believe in what you're doing so that number and having a social media account sometimes is a physical tool i can look at to calm myself down like okay like, you're doing the right thing. There's some people out there that give a fuck, even though you're being hard on yourself. But it's a, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, as they say. Whereas you get that, but sometimes social media can bring out the negative where you're having a great day, you look at it, and someone's being shitty on there. And if you care, and if you're very self-critical, you will read stuff people say and go, hmm, where are they coming from? Is that actually factual? Let me think about what that person's saying. Is that true? And then you analyze yourself. And sometimes you find certain things to be true. And other, th- other times you overthink and overanalyze to a point where you kind of go a little crazy and ruin your day. So social media is a fucking balance. And we didn't take the dab. How about that? This is, again, this is this podcast. I'm not really sure what it is. It's me just trying to get a dab in. And just getting lost talking. But I like it. Today feels good, though. Um. This is dropping. Are we doing a Sunday sale? I'm trying to fucking think. I don't think I am this weekend. Not this weekend. No. But the following weekend, yes. So no Sunday sale this weekend. the next Sunday sale is going to be April 4th for anyone. I should have said that in the fucking beginning. I am sorry. I'll say it again at the end, though. Uh, but the next... Uh, Jesus Christ, you are so on point. Honestly, dude. Like, we have a whiteboard that Aja can write notes to me, guys, just in case I forget stuff. And he literally just held up a whiteboard and just said, meter. So he already knows I'm not set up. I'm going to grab it in one second. But let me get my point across while I forget about this, Dad. Is that this morning, my daughter, we were in the car about to pull out to go to school. She's two and a half years old. She goes, kafia where's your kafia and I'm like, oh, my coffee. She noticed I forgot my coffee inside. I don't even make my coffee. My wife makes it, and then I just take it off the counter. But my daughter knows that we always leave, and I have a coffee in my cup holder. And I'm like, how do you know this? Like how? The other morning, we were walking out the door, and she grabs my hand, and stops, and she goes, no, wait. She runs to the bedroom, finds my wallet, and brings it to me. She's like, your wallet. And I'm, I'm like. I'm like, I didn't even, I would have been, I would have got your school, but like, I need to get gas. I'm like, fucking, it, hold my wallet on me. But this little girl, she's like keeping me in order. And my God, it's blowing my mind, it's a turbo meter. Yeah, bro, kids are fucking wild, crazy. Sometimes I, like, forget. Like, it's like, you had so, I had so much expectations, like, when, like, I knew I was going to become a dad. And, like, it all just happens. Like, you have all these ideas of, like, what you're, like, you're going to have to do or, like, what's going to be hard. And, like, you just do it, though. And it all just fucking happens. It's just weird. It's weird having kids. It's weird watching another human grow up. But I'm just trying to fucking crush so I can do... A good job, or at least be able to offer opportunities to this little lady, so she can uh, do even better than me. We we're at 560. I don't want hot dabs this morning at all. Let's turn this little little bad boy here. Try some of this banana pie. Hmm That's really uh That's really got a banana turp however That tastes like Fresh banana With a little bit of the peel on it still With a banana Mm -hmm. runt I wouldn't call it pie That's way more on the uh fresh, like, tart, like, real banana flavor as opposed to that creamy, artificial, candied banana flavor. That should be called, like, banana peel or, like, banana runts. Wow, it's really, really good. I'm not saying the Terp's bad. I'm just saying, like, I don't get the pie, but I get even crazier shit in there. It's very good. Also, too... I'm sure most of you folks know, but maybe you don't. So I'll talk about it. Depending what temperature you're hitting things, depending what pipe you're smoking, even the carb cap makes a difference. Even all the way down to like the food you just ate before you took the dab. This all can affect the way your body receives the terpene and how you taste it. It's crazy how terpenes work. Like when you're growing cannabis and you're crossing strains, or even if you have a, a room full of multi strains. Say you have like six or seven different strains in one flower room. That flower room will smell... Usually, if there's one strain that's super strong, the flower room will mostly smell like that. But sometimes, if you have a bunch of heaters in there that are super strong, the terpenes mix in the air, and they make terps that are really gross smelling. Like, shit that just, like, doesn't smell. Like, almost like baby puke or baby shit or something. Like, just gnarly smelling because all these terps are so mixed up. And, um... I smelled that in a grow room back in the day once when I had, like, all these different strains I was growing, and then I was, like, listening to... Actually, I think I was watching because it was on YouTube. Um, But I was watching this thing where a guy was talking about different uh, terpenes they'd found, and they found, like, a tuna fish terpene. And, like, when they were talking about how foul it was, like, because, you know, obviously there's cat piss. Like, there's a cat piss terpene. That's a famous one. Um, But the tuna fish terpene... Like, there's peanut butter terpenes, which are fire. There's so many crazy flavors you can get in cannabis. But the tuna fish one, and there's no terpene on the chart of the 88 terpenes. It's like tuna fish. It's like, no, it's a, it's a mixture of, like, maybe four or five different terpenes, and when they're blended together, they give out a aroma that's similar to tuna fish out of the can. And so whatever cross that these guys were growing gave off a tuna fish terpene. One of the seeds they popped, like, that was the terp that was coming off. It was tuna fish. But when I thought about that, how gross that was, I was like, wait, like, this fucking plant is, it's unlimited what it can do. There's no, if it can make a tuna fish turp, like, and it can make, like, burnt rubber and cat piss and then, like, oranges and lemons and bananas and cake and cookie. I mean, it's butter, like, fuck, like, what can it make? What flavors can it make? It's incredible. But that banana pie was definitely heavy on, like, really super fresh banana Flavor, but we're gonna take like three or four dabs of it, so let's really fucking work through this. Cause I've saved this stuff for this episode. Been sitting on it for like five days. But I had other hash. But I smoked through everything else I have. Like I don't have any other hash besides this fucking banana pie. But I'm not complaining. This banana pie is fire. <coughs> Super good hopefully that rant in the beginning about like RBRs and people didn't scare everyone off from the beginning you never know when to talk about certain stuff you know sometimes I like to like tuck some of that stuff in at the end I'm like ah, oh, no one's watching this far and if they do they're on my team but maybe if you throw it right in the beginning and then you have a new watcher that watches it scare them away but who cares right at this point it's like you can't win over every person and why should you try you should just try to be the best you can be and take care of the people immediately around you and just be the best you can be to the, you know, the people in your direct life. If you try to help everyone all around the world and stuff, all of a sudden you'll notice that you are slacking with the people that you are directly affecting. And that can be even more damaging to the world than, you know, upsetting someone that you don't even know. But I think when family and friends get upset, and it's so much worse than just someone you don't know, is because with family and friends, there's expectations. Like, we all have expectations for each other. Like, when one of your friends says something that hurts your feelings, it hurt your feelings so bad because you didn't expect they would say that. But when someone drives by you and gives you the finger and they're like, fuck you, you don't know that person. You had no expectations of why they would say that. So it doesn't really stick with you. But when you know someone and they hurt your feelings and you're like, fuck, I... I had all these expectations or these ideas of who you were or at least the image you thought of me. And then when they do something shitty, you're like, fuck, I shattered my world. I don't know what anything is. <clears throat> that's growing up though, ain't it? That's your first breakup. That's fucking, that's all, that's all that. Oh yeah, it's banana pie starting. It's, it's been next, next to me in this heater, so it's starting to move a little bit now. So I can actually get it out of here a little easier with that. Because you know when hash is like, really like shattery and cold you can it'll snap and go shooting across the fucking room you're like six dollars four dollars and you're just shooting money around the room it's cool but money that just you never get back it just gets cat hair stuck to it you lose it that's the worst when you're low on hash when you're shooting it across the room because it's too cold that was really an more of an upstate new york problem though nowadays i live in i literally one of the reasons i wanted to live in colorado is because i was like I never want to run out of hash. I want to live in a place where I can legally go get it. I don't want to wait in Wegman's parking lots anymore. I don't want to make this shit on my front porch. like I want to fucking just go buy it like a normal ass person and go home and smoke. That's it. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons I moved to Colorado, but man, that's definitely one of them. There's never one reason I do anything just like there's not one reason I'm motivated. People are like what motivates you to work? What how do you keep going? it's different every day some days I'm motivated from happiness some days I'm motivated from anger some days I'm motivated from sadness it's just a variation it's a spectrum there's never one motivator there's always just my one ability to work and then I have all different things that come at me that I try to divert them into motivation so instead of getting crippled by bad news I try to catch it and throw it into motivation and work So that's the day maybe I work when I'm sad and I'm angry and I'm grinding super hard through it. Or some days I get great news and I just want to get out in the studio because I'm going to use all that positive energy I'm feeling to create something amazing. But either way, at the end of the day, the outcome is the same. I'm just making sure that I'm consciously aware that I can't let any of the emotions consume me, whether it's happiness, sadness, or anger. I just need to use all of them, convert them to energy to create capital, to create art to build something that I can be proud of, some sort of legacy or at least foundation for my family for the future. Who knows? I'm just making bongs in my garage, man. You know what I mean? Smoking hash and shit and get high. That's so dope. Where's the turbo meter? I I also, I like to say stuff and then belittle what I said because you cannot take yourself too seriously. It's a a slippery slope. Start taking yourself too seriously, then you'll start believing what you're saying, and then all of a sudden you're, being mean to someone that doesn't deserve it because you think you're right. You got to be very careful with the ego and taking yourself too seriously. It's still 720 degrees. I don't understand. Did I just heat it? I don't even remember heating it. You guys saw it. I watch these episodes and I'm like, oh my God, that was the most stoned I've been this week. Like, I'm never this stoned in real life. Like, when I'm at doing this podcast, like... Because usually on a normal day, I'll take one dab, like, in the morning or smoke, like, a bowl in the morning and then, like, literally... 7-8 hours later smoke like another bowl or a dab like I'm not just fucking sh- slamming dabs all day anymore I just can't do it I have too many responsibilities too much going on it's too difficult for me to not have anxiety attacks if I'm fucking super stoned all the time while I'm trying to get everything done but man now I'm just like I feel like I feel like I'm just benefiting more from cannabis as I get older because I'm finding how to use it that's most beneficial for me And the most responsible way for me. And I say for me because we are all different. We all require different things. I hate when people want to give everyone exactly an outline of what's going to work for them. Because I'm like, you don't know them. Everyone's different. But I'm starting to find what works for me, which feels good. I'm 31 years old, but I'm hoping that someday I can get this whole thing figured out. And know how to do things. Watch out for me. I'm excited to smoke this piece. First dab on it. Oh, I need more water. I can tell I need more water, but that's okay. We'll take another dab. Still shredded, but she needs more water. For sure. (coughs) Like I said, I haven't even smoked it. (coughs) I threw a little water in it. (coughs) Right before the episode, she... I was like, oh, wait. I told the homie I'd smoke his piece on this episode. I also told him that I might be too high and I might forget. So I, I make sure I let everyone know that there's possibilities of me forgetting because I'm definitely too stoned or too tired. But uh, I didn't forget, bro. But I'm going to put more water in this and give it the dab it deserves. Um, we're going to fix this. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, my body's like, bro, are you sure? Are <coughs> you sure, bro? you should smoke anymore. Take a little, little bit from your homie. Oh, hey, watch out for me. Quality test. That's my that's my buddy Mark's piece. Just testing out the quality, Mark. Just checking things over while she's here. <coughs> that lower water level fucking hit me. I'll tell you what, that's why I like more water in my pieces just it's a preference thing just because it's smoother for me when there's a little bit more water in there jesus christ I'll tell you what those turbs are crazy it is really a fresh banana that is like a ripe ripe banana that shit has no brown spots it's still a little green you crack into it it's a little bit you know it's super banana but it's a little bit maybe like Sour, like I'm not fully. I don't even know how to explain it. Well, maybe I, I do not explain it. But what I'm saying is out loud is I'm too stoned to really break this down right now, because that last dab just rocked my world. Wow, these 10 mm mini double diffusers are really something special, though. That uh the size of them and like the narrow can, they really have a unique hit. And each one has like their own little unique uniqueness to them, because they are all still like handmade they all like have like i mean it's the same like design but they all have their little variants it's very minor like maybe one drain is a millimeter even smaller like super tiny like wider or more narrow like little things like that or maybe the return is a little bigger and the intake is a little smaller like they all have little variants they all shred but those little variants give them all their own little unique hit it's just like a car you could put like three different cars of the exact same model and like drive all of them, like for them. And they're all gonna have their different, little different feel. They're all gonna feel like the same like model car, but you're gonna be like, oh, this one, they all just gonna drive a little different. But man, this one, this one shreds. I think the water level's right now. Let's get the, let's get this dab right. Oh yeah, that feels way better. That feels a lot better. You got to play with the water level for each nail, each carb cap. That's why I, like, call the RBR, like, your daily driver. Like, set it up with your favorite nail, your favorite cap. You just keep it on the shelf. It's, like, that piece that's just, like, you know, like, that's the daily. That's at night when you're just trying to kick it and relax. It's just effortless, just function, shreds, like, doesn't even need to be the piece to bring to the sex or anything. It can be just be the piece that, like, you know, it's just that personal, like, chilling at home daily driver at least that's how i think about the clear ones it's like you know they could just they could be a they're like they're not i'm not gonna say like five six hundred dollars is affordable but it's not as much as like two or three thousand dollars people have invested into certain pieces of art that if possibly it breaks or something like the clear RBRs. my point is is like if something happens to it it's like usually easier to fix and it's like not as much of a loss and it's just like a per- that's why it's a good daily driver it's like not as my point behind the whole thing it's not as stressful being like oh I got this $3,000 crystal piece I'm grabbing twice a day this is how many chances if you do the math it's going to break in two years like whereas like if it's a clear piece it's like you know like you're probably going to sell it in a year and get like an upgraded model or the new version or this or that like it's just that's the one thing that's nice about I've seen with the RBRs even though actually I haven't really looked at the market lately, but I've heard that some people are charging like a lot for them right now. But, at least last year people were just like, they'd have their clear one for a year and then they're like, oh I want a colored one now. Then they put their clear one up and they would use that as like the down payment or like half the money towards their colored one. It was just like a, uh, it retained its value so that they can continue to upgrade it's almost like these torches that us glass use, at least the ones I use are the GTTs, glass torch technologies. Those torches, like you can sell, what it, if you bought the torch for 2K, you can sell it for 2K like 10 years later. It's like, they just retain their value. Great tools, they work forever. That's the type of product I want to make, is just functional, works forever, and retains its value. But yeah. We'll get there. We're working every day to trying to be the best we can be. And I say we because it's a team. It's mostly me out here most of the hours. But for 20 to 30 hours a week, there's other people out here helping. <clears throat> Got that really hot. Unnecessarily hot. But what can you do? We're going to have to wait a minute. Wow. I don't even need another dad. Be honest with you folks. And this is probably like... Close to our last dab. I feel like it's almost been an hour. It's about, what, 55 minutes, Aja? Shit. Is that about where we're at? 55 ish? No, we're good. Sweet. We can get one more in on the big guy then. Oh, we're good, guys. We're good. We got more time. Sorry. I'm super stoned, and like, I've had episodes where I go like 20, 30 minutes over and I'm like, fuck. And it's like, we're trying to keep these like, kind of like, uh, uniform around, right around an hour. We're learning every day. Well, I'm dropping hash off this dabber. This stuff is super good, though. I can already tell I'm going to smoke through this jar really quick. That's why I got two grams. Because I know the first gram just gets eaten up because it's so tasty. And then the second gram, we respect it much more. We take less dabs of it. We're like, oh, I've got to save that. It's a good stuff. Put it back in the fridge. So <coughs> why I always get two. Because I always want to just indulge on one gram. I want to fucking smoke the whole thing and enjoy it. I want to really get stoned on just that strain. Because I feel like every strain has a different like kind of a different high, like it's all weed, right? But like, okay, we got to count it out. One, two, three, and we're on. I might, I don't know, dude. I'm, I can't do this stuff when I'm too stoned. For some reason I have to count it out. That might be some sort of a uh, handicap, I'm not sure. We'll figure it out, I'm sure we will. But each strain I feel like has a different stone. It's almost like, uh, if you want to really appreciate a specific strain, it's like just smoke a bunch of that that night and just really figure out that high. I don't know. That's what I try to do with like when I get two grams. You know, use one to just try to appreciate that strain and all the work that went into it, and then we'll have the second gram to just try and enjoy it for another couple weeks. Like in between, rationing it out in between all the other dabs. Just kidding. <laughs> but that's literally how I feel right now. Okay, we're we're ready. It's like four ninety five. So that's perfect for me right now. I don't want anything hotter than that. It is a little cold out here, so the hash does not want to stay on my dab right now. I'm taking my time. Look at this. There we go. All right, see if this water level is right. Oh, yeah. That's so much better. Yeah. perfect yeah that water level really makes a difference for me with how smooth it is um i like that little extra water and i probably could even handle a little more i probably should have played around with it before the episode but i was just like let's get it let's go (coughs) no way whoa Smoked this piece before, so we don't really need to talk much about it. But I'll tell you what, guys, we have a huge drop coming up, April 4th, first Sunday sale. I'm going to be doing um, the triple doubles, like not these ash catchers. It's too cold. She ain't coming off. There's resin in there. And last time, someone tried to take this off when it was cold like that. Cormac, like just, I think he just ripped it apart and broke it. I had to fix it. It was it was wild. It was already cracked, so I mean, it just lost the battle. But yeah. Um, but on April fourth we're gonna be dropping uh triple doubles and clear and both ten mil and fourteen mil. So they're like less than half the price of like these big crushed opal ones. Um and we're gonna be doing like four of each. So we're gonna have four of the ten mil and then four of the fourteen mil. And uh so each one's gonna be clear with a colored lip wrap, they'll be sandblasted. Um so I'm excited to drop those. We've only dropped like a couple in the past. And uh, I'm excited to make a few more available because you know, there's a handful of you that were asking if we're gonna drop those again. And I don't know if any of you guys watch that, the podcast that are interested in them, but I wanted to talk about it on here because I have one right in front of me. And we're also gonna be dropping a 10 millimeter mini double diffused and clear and colored and micros and clear and colored. And I'm trying to have some honey jars there. Fuck, that reminds me. And this is perfect. Because only those that have made it this far will probably hear about this. I don't have it on the table. But today's Sunday that this drops. And I'm going to give away a honey jar recycler to some podcast listener. We're going to do it on the We Podcast Instagram. So you've got to make sure you're following that. It's going to be a quick giveaway. Because if I leave it up too long, then... Guys, I'm not going to shout it out on They Did It. I'm not going to promote this on my big Instagrams, or anything. This is only going to be on the W Podcast Instagram. It's going to be short. It's going to be on Sunday afternoon when no one's paying attention to that Instagram account. And if you've listened to this part far in the podcast on this Sunday, then you're hopefully going to come participate. So you're going to have to go to that Instagram. I'll probably make the post. I would say, I want to give people a little bit of time to watch it. I'd say I'll probably make the post for the giveaway around like one or two in the afternoon and then end it probably like four to five hours later. I'm not going to leave it overnight. This giveaway is not to get followers. If you want to tag a friend and tell them to follow me and check out my podcast, that'd be really dope, (coughs) but you don't have to. This is just like an appreciation giveaway. Um, so I'm going to be giving away a 14 millimeter honey jar recycler, uh, $1,600 value. And we're going to give it away on Sunday. my wife doesn't know yet. I can't tell her until Sunday. Um, because if I tell her ahead of time, she's going to try and talk me out of it. She does not like when I give away glass. Um, because there's always a bill to pay. And there's always a like, house always needs work. There's always something broken. But I'm like, you know what? That's life. There's always going to be a bill to pay. And there's always going to be something broken. So we might as well just give shit away. Because it doesn't fucking matter anyway. So we're going to give away a honey jar a day. And I might be in trouble. Who knows? It might be wild, but we're doing it. I don't know why I like giving away stuff so much. It's fun for me. Um, it makes me feel like there's more balance to the yin and yang in life. I get so many gifts. So many people support my work and so many people reaching out. So many people trying to do work with me and do projects. And I'm like, this is too much. I The the shit doesn't feel balanced to me right now. So it's like I have to like give away and try and do... More because I'm getting, I feel like so much, and yeah, I work all the time. But that's like whatever. Like a lot of people work all the time and don't get shit. So it's like that's kind of a mute point. Like yeah, work all the time, great. A lot of people do that. But there's got to be some sort of luck or something involved. So like I feel like I'm getting all these gifts right now, people supporting, and I know it's temporary. I know I'm gonna look back and be like, man, it was awesome when people used to buy my work. Hopefully that doesn't happen someday, but it might, because everything is temporary. But while things are. I'm getting these gifts and people supporting we're trying to give away and trying to do more um, so yeah so but this giveaway is gonna be a short one it's just gonna be for podcast listeners it's gonna be a honey jar recycler it's gonna be quick easy you're just gonna comment um, and I'll, I'll let you know probably on the post what it, what the comment has to be or whatever I'm trying to make it I'll try to make it a little bit more creative it won't be dibs I want I want you to have to, you're gonna have to comment probably something Uh, maybe like shrimp donuts it's gonna have to be a podcast thing so people can't just jump in that don't listen like because some sneaky people are gonna be like oh yeah I watch let me get in on this I want it to be sneaky so we'll think about it but maybe shrimp donuts that might be the way to go and if I say it on here then you guys would know and only the people that watch this far would know okay you can either write shrimp donuts, or you can use the emojis, a shrimp and a donut. It doesn't matter. Whatever one you want to use. But I'll know you watched this far. But that's how the entries are going to be. And on the post, I'll even say, I'll be like, oh, like, just just make sure you do what I said in the last podcast to enter. <coughs> or some shit. I don't know. Maybe I won't be that vague. Maybe I won't be that vague. But we'll see. Either way, it'll be shrimp donuts, because that's pretty I- iconic for the old listeners. <coughs> and, um, wow, my throat is just... Not ready, did I? Oh, I'm doing one more dab. Real quick, real, real quick. I get my liquid IV in. Um, also shout out to Patagonia, new sponsor. Really stoked. Um, they're supposed to be putting me on top of a mountain here by 2021 for something, but you'll see me up there. My producer doesn't believe me. <laughs> He's laughing at me because he's like, you're just lying. No, this is big facts. Patagonia. It's happening. Bear Mountain. Is it going... The, you know... <clears throat> God, this, I'm too stoned, guys. I'm not I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to try and make sense of what I'm saying. Let's just take a dab and finish this fucking thing. I you guys to check out the giveaway. It's going to be fucking dope. All right? It's going to be sick. We're going to give away some shit. It's going to be a honey jar cycle. Come on, you old torch. This torch is five or six years old. My first blazer, I didn't even buy it. Someone came and seshed with me and I didn't have a blazer and the sesh was so shitty that when they left, they ordered me a blazer on Amazon. And then the next day they're like, hey, there's a blazer in your mailbox. So it's like next time you sesh, like, this has gotta be proper. So they just bought me a $90 torch because they had such a bad time. Maybe that's how you get things. Invite people to do stuff and then just make sure it's really unpleasant and if they like you enough they'll be like if I'm gonna hang out with them again, this has gotta be better. So they'll get you something nice. I'm just kidding. That's just manipulation. Cause I, but that's not what happened though. You literally just hit me up. He was like, It sucked, bro, I, I bought you a torch and I was so stoked and I'm still using it to this day. Six years later I think. I think this is twenty fifteen. Summer twenty fifteen, so it's gonna be six years this summer fucking nuts. I've lived in Colorado for a long time now. It's crazy how fast time goes. I love it here, though. Me and my wife both agreed. We don't think we'd ever move. It's just it is a little bit... Oh, shit. We'll, we'll get that in a minute. We don't love the cold, but we do love, like, the low humidity and, like, the laws here and just, like or actually have some decent neighbors, which is tough. <clears throat> you know, you can't pick your neighbors, and, like, but we're worried, like, all of our neighbors are pretty old. I'm like, damn, like, hopefully you guys, like, live forever. Because you never know. If you get new neighbors that move in, they might be terrible. They might not like that there's a glass-blowing studio next to their house. All my neighbors right now think it's cool. And they're all, like, ex-military and police and all sorts of like people that like, you wouldn't think would think shit's cool. But they do. They like it. I think they like that I take care of the property, and that I just talk to them. Honestly. I think that's what it is. I think if you talk to people honestly, but God, you gotta be careful, right? If you tell people too much, you're too honest, then you get yourself fucked. Because they're like, oh yeah? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna screw you over. I've done that to myself so many times. been too honest with the wrong people. Holy shit! One, two, three, and we did it. Okay, that's fine. That's just what it takes. I can't help it. Oh, this looks perfect temp already. Look at that. Sweet, I love this piece. It's so fun. It's so unnecessary and obnoxious. Yeah, I know she's wiggling, guys. It's fucking. Look at the size of this fucking thing on the front of it a car cap, though. Okay, I guess we're going for the bubble. Oh, fuck that bubble cap. Fuck that bubble cap. Fuck. (coughs) Fuck. (coughs) What the fuck is that? (coughs) What? (coughs) The fuck? Was really something, wasn't it? I'm going to figure out the mechanics of that because I have other bubble caps that don't do that. It might be the length. This is them. But that's for another time. Don't forget to sign up for BM... Oh. <clears throat> don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Just go to bmsglass.com. That newsletter is going to be the best way to stay up to date on all of our drops and stuff. I know I sound redundant for the folks that watch this week to week, but I have to be because you wouldn't imagine... How many people reach out every day that ask, "Hey, when's the next drop? What's going on here?" I'm like, "Time for our newsletter." We also now have a fax or yeah, facts and question and answer page. I'm not even sure what the abbreviation stands for. I'm so stoned at this point. I, I couldn't even imagine what FAQ or what is it. Is that what it is? FAQ page. So is it facts and questions page? So we have that on the the. Website now on bmsglass.com. My wife spent a lot of time setting that up. Even if you're familiar with the brand, that might be a nice way to just go because there might be some answers on there. It might be fast food prices are on there. The prices for all the clear on there. If you're like, what's this cost? That way you know what you're paying if someone's charging you a little bit more than retail or a lot more than retail. Um, all this stuff's on the website. We're working super hard to make it so that you guys have all this information so it's easier for you to buy or sell or support or at least just watch stuff we're building and doing so we really do appreciate you everybody who supports us and sticks with me on this crazy journey of learning glass blowing life being a dad making a podcast and just trying to figure shit out it's wild we do appreciate it this is the uh, what's a bear buddy podcast episode 55 that's crazy i'm super proud of us and thank you everybody who supports hope you have a great day I can't even. I'm not even. You know what? Not even. Not. (sighs) Later.